Welcome to the Unknown Humans Remain True Crime Podcast, where we unravel the mysteries that shroud over 14,500 unidentified human remains cases across the United States. I'm your host, Christine Burke, a forensic genetic genealogist on a daily mission to bring closure to these forgotten souls. In each episode, we dive into the chilling stories of unsolved cases, exploring the unknown with the hope of shedding light on their identities. Beyond the tales of tragedy, this podcast is a beacon of awareness and a call to action. As a forensic genetic genealogist, I spend my days working tirelessly on these cases, collaborating with law enforcement agencies, offering my expertise to identify the unnamed. This podcast isn't just about discussing cases, it's about making a difference. Did you know there are incredible tools like genetic genealogy that can help unravel these mysteries? I'm here to share that knowledge. In addition to this podcast, I also dedicate my time to training both law enforcement and individuals on how to harness the power of genetic genealogy. Because I believe in the potential of every person to make a positive impact, together we can turn the tide on these unsolved cases. Through my books, courses, and products, I'm committed to funding this mission. So, if you're ready to be part of something bigger to bring closure to the unknown, join me on this journey. Like, subscribe, and share, and let's spread awareness together. Because in every unknown case, there's an identity. everybody Christine here and today we are going to talk about UP50945 it is our case number 41 and this is an unknown human that was found in the state of California on January 12th 1980 let's get into the case all right everybody so we are here again with our case uh, UP50945 and we've got a male Hispanic or Latino found in I probably won't say this right Ceres, Ceres California C-E-R-E-S if you're listening uh, California estimated age range of 19 to 21 years old and the date the body was found is January 12th 1980 and we do have a medical examiner case number on the demographics the biological sex is male uh, race hispanic or latino possible first name that's interesting possible last name rami r-a-m-i with a question mark okay that that's interesting i have not read ahead so let's see what that will tell us Estimated age group, adult, pre-30. Estimated age range in years, 19 to 21. Estimated year of death, 1980. And the, okay, the estimated pre-mortem interval is hours. Okay, so what they're saying is uh, that the, the death occurred uh, within a few hours of being found. Um, it could be post-mortem interval from being found or the pre-mortem uh, interval uh, in the number of hours um, before death. Uh, not exactly certain there. It's only abbreviated. Uh, the height is 5'6", 
measured and the weight is approximately 140 pounds. The circumstances, it says, unidentified deceased. The body was found January 12th, 1980, and the NAMAS case was created July 6th, 2018. The location, again, is Ceres, I guess I'm going to say California, 95307 in Stanislaw County. No GPS coordinates. And it says the decedent, which means the deceased person, the dead person, was observed by a railroad crew laying between the tracks. It says Sarah's PD officer found the subject deceased. So that does not sound uh, very good at this point. Um, since he was between the tracks, um, let's just hope that he was sleeping there and um, nothing happened with the train, but let's read on. Okay, all the parts were recovered. Uh, recognizable face that we don't have a photo in here. Black hair color. Uh, the only other thing, no head hair, no body hair description. Uh, facial hair, very faint mustache on upper lip. Um, that could be due to style or due to the age, 19 to 21. And brown eyes. Distinctive physical features. Right foreleg, multiple circular scars. Interesting, okay. Above the left knee, 1.5 inch scar, horizontal scar. So maybe there was... Uh, Maybe there was surgery done uh, on the left knee. Not sure what the multiple circular scars are. Um, I don't know. I'm not a medical professional. The, the thing that's coming to mind is like skin grafts or something. I don't, I don't know what that would mean. Um, tattoo on the left distal thigh, just above the knee. Tattoo of the initials GRM. Faint tattoo mark, indiscernible on the right thigh. Now remember, they said the possible name Jose Rami, R-A-M-I. Um, so we've got this tattoo with the initials G-R-M, which doesn't seem to correspond to the potential name. Uh, we don't know how, right? Let's see how the name comes in. Okay, under clothing and accessories, uh, under accessories, items found in pocket, hotel room receipt from the Western Hotel, 1431 Tulare Street, Fresno, California. Name on the receipt is Jose. Last name could only partially be out, be made out, R-A-M-I question mark. Possibly Ramio, R-A-M-I-O, or R-A-M-I-Z. Uh, in parentheses here, it says the last letter is indiscernible. So they've got the first four letters as R-A-M-I. The medical card for Valley Medical Center of Fresno with the name Raymond Eastless or Eastless with, uh, so the first one, Raymond Eastless, I-S-L-A-S, or Eastless, Y-S-L-A-S, um, with a D-O-B here. And an address in Los Angeles ruled out as the decedent due to age and through prints. So that's interesting. Um, clothing, white and gray striped shirt, no sizing discernible. 
plaid shirt size plaid oh sorry plaid shirt size large blue jacket from pennies uh which is typically jc pennies we would assume size medium blue jeans beneath the jeans there were blue pants similar to those commonly worn by service station attendants and the tag read polyester 3030 black shoes black socks that was on the body uh, and that is kind of all we have so that is interesting about the person the other person with the the medical card uh, they said that they've uh, ruled that out um, but it could mean uh, I'm going to if you're watching this I'm going to be um, graying out uh, there's a date of birth here um, that we're going to be graying out or blurring and it says and <laughs> so Valley Medical Center of Fresno uh, with that name with an address in Los Angeles but they said that they have ruled it out through fingerprints so does that medical card uh, of the Valley Medical Center in Fresno um, help us tie that this person was living in or knew people in and around Fresno so interesting kind of lots of things that we can work with here uh, let is let's us try let's us oh my goodness I can't talk I was gonna try to go to the location here um, with the map uh, let me see what comes up for this because we never know um, the GPS coordinates are not mapped let me see what comes up for that again we're going back to 1980 so it can look completely different but let me take a look okay uh, so here we have on the map the series or series uh, California don't immediately see uh, a railroad track here again sometimes the GPS will just put it in the middle of town and we just don't know uh, looking that's Modesto I'm trying to find the okay here's series series however you say it looking for the railroad track okay it looks like the railroad track is right here running um, from southeast to northwest and it could be at any part in town here right because uh, any part of the city which if you're watching this is is typically it's kind of right well now uh, close to Modesto so depending on back uh, in uh, 1980 how close it was it, it would have to be somewhere in the area of this the town area of series so not much there that we can go on so we'll go back to our case here uh, we do have a potential name uh, on the hotel receipt now you know did people back then did, you know did they have to show ID uh, at a hotel back in 1980 uh, is it the correct name is it an alias uh, we just don't know obviously uh, the police would have checked this out uh, nothing at the time but maybe there's something uh, now that we can do um, again we've got the clothing from pennies uh, it would be interesting to see if there's a pennies or there was a pennies JC pennies I'm assuming back then 
close in the area again trying to tie the person to the particular area uh, I was gonna say another thing might have been riding the train uh, which sometimes can be uh, popular and so the person could or could not have been local not much else we can do here but uh, let's see you know what we can find out from the name or some information see what I can find out and I'll definitely let you guys know uh, if we come up with anything so another one of our 14,000 I've looked at it today 590 I think when we first started this uh, we were at I'm looking on my thing I want to see if I changed it uh, 14,000 508 I want to say it was 14,340 and now today we're at uh, 14,000 what did I say 590 so good thing we're getting more cases in here bad thing uh, more uh, unidentified humans all right we'll talk to you next time well that's it folks again we have another episode of the unknown humans remain true crime podcast i want to thank you all for watching and listening and supporting the mission if you're interested in becoming a forensic genetic genealogist yourself please feel free to reach out to me via the contact button here on the channel or visit me at www.fggprogram.com. We'd love to have you be part of the team, and we look forward to seeing you again next time. Thank you so much.